Hello everyone, this is Where in the World. I'm your host Christy and in this podcast we will talk about everything related to traveling internationally as a teen. From the students who travel for fun or for educational purposes to teachers and adults who help guide the process. This is the place to learn about it. Today we have an interesting topic. We are going to be talking about Afghanistan and the Taliban. Now you may be wondering, this is a travel podcast. Why are we talking about something that for many is a cause of terrorism and military distinction? However, for me, this is very important only because this does somewhat deal with travel or at least international cultures. In my IR class, we learned about the case of Bo Bergdahl, a military man who went missing only to end up being captured by the Taliban and remaining in their care for a few years before he was released. And in that process, while we were learning, it always bugged me. Can we be explained about Afghanistan and what is the Taliban? So in this episode of Where in the World, this is where we'll be talking about Afghanistan and the Taliban. So, to start off, we're going to be talking about the background of Afghanistan. Afghanistan has held human life since about 15 years prior with settled land around 9,000 years prior. It has been part of many different civilizations throughout its history, with Indo-Iranian languages settling in and many empires reigning aplenty. Islam was brought from Arabs in 642 CE to Herat and Zarajin, which were then major cities and still is today. It was originally home to Hinduism, Buddhism, Judaism, Zoroastrianism, and more. It was a melting pot of religions, much like the United States is today. In 1219 AD, Genghis Khan and the Mongols overran the region and ruined the land from what it once was. However, Afghanistan was once referred to as Khorasan, majority by the own people, while everyone else in the modern world called it Afghanistan. In the 1800s, Afghanistan soon got embroiled into conflict between the British and the Russians in what would soon be called the Great Game. The British invaded Afghanistan in 1838 and with that gained control of the country and soon divided the country through the Duran Line, which separated Afghanistan and Pakistan um, with India. During World War I, Afghanistan, while neutral, had talks with the Central Powers in order to cause a coup to get rid of British control. In August 1919, the Treaty of Wawalapindi was signed, which finished the Third Anglo-Afghan War, which also recognized Afghanistan's independence, thus leading it to a sovereign state. They held close ties with the Soviet Union, Germany, Japan, and Italy, majority of which were those of the Axis power at the time. In April 1978, the People's Democratic Party of Afghanistan seized power in a bloody coup that disposed the president. The country was then established as a Democratic Republic of Afghanistan, but it soon led to a civil war in 1979. The guerrilla Mujahideen was helped by Pakistan with covert training in the United States helped through the Secret Service, while the communist regime was helped by the Soviets. In 1994, the Taliban emerged as a movement and a militia of students from Pakistan. Now we're getting into the Taliban. 
So the question of the day, what is the Taliban? So here's the background of the Taliban. Majority of the beginning Taliban members were trained as part of the Mujahideen, thus meaning that the Pakistani and the United States secret operatives had trained what would then become the Taliban. It was a movement of religious students from majority Pashtun areas of Afghanistan who were taught in traditional Islamic schools in Pakistan. It was founded by Mullah Muhammad Amar in his hometown of Kandahar. He was upset with the fact that Islamic law had not been installed after the ouster of the communist regime in Afghanistan. Over 15,000 students joined, many Afghan refugees who had fled previously from the civil war. But something interesting I found was that the United States government funded the madrasa, which were the schools, with textbooks that were violent and held a lot of militant Islamic teachings which helped enforce their beliefs today. The U.S. stance was to turn them away from Soviet teachings but to be honest, they created a bigger monster. Pakistan was involved in the creation as they wanted Afghanistan with a pro-Pakistan agenda. They're popular. The Taliban were popular since they got rid of the corruption within the provinces, so many supported their agendas. In early 1995, the Taliban moved to capture Kabul. However, they were defeated and when that began bombing towns leading to many civilian casualties. Thus, their support waned and many saw them as a power-hungry militia. On September 27, 1996, the Taliban marched into Kabul once again and were able to capture it, thus establishing the Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan. The country was devastated by these continuous years of war that they had the highest infant mortality rate in the world. They needed aid and NGOs wanted to give, but the Taliban was suspicious of anything that came from foreigners, even aid that was needed for about 1.2 million people in the country needed aid, but the Taliban rejected everything and offices were shut down, thus leading to the humanitarian crisis that Afghanistan is still suffering through today. Now, if we were to continue on, it begs the question of what is the relationship between the United States and Afghanistan and kind of American stance on the Taliban? Officially, the relationship between the United States and Afghanistan is that they are partners in the fight against terrorism, thus meaning the Taliban along with Al-Qaeda. However, the Taliban and Al-Qaeda joined arms as the Taliban hid Al-Qaeda leaders after 9-11 who were demanded by the United States government. As you know, 9-11 was caused by Al-Qaeda leaders and supporters bombing multiple places in the United States along with the Twin Towers and the Pentagon, leading to thousands of murders and deaths. In November 2001, the Taliban were in retreat after the United States and its allies arrived in Afghanistan, and there is actually a split within the Taliban that fractures the group. In December 9, 2001, the Taliban collapsed and their strongholds are taken over by Afghan militaries. So that's the end of today's podcast. This information is really interesting because when you think about it, it's very much relevant today. The United States government has announced that all troops within Afghanistan are to be removed in the next couple of years. Then again, they've said this multiple times, but this time they're genuinely removing the troops. But when you think about it, 
they've been there for 20 years. Maybe this sheds some light about the Bo Bergdahl case and what's going on in Afghanistan over these decades. I hope you have a great day. Keep on traveling.